ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. The Great Scott Show sponsored by Suit Up. I'm Scott Prather. That music means one thing. Rage Occasion head baseball coach. Matt Deggs is on with us. I don't need to play this music to get him fired up in the morning, but I'm sure it doesn't hurt. Morning, Matt. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Scotty? I'm good, man. I'm good. You guys win the West uh, on Saturday in, you know, an emotional day no matter what. Regular season finale, home finale. You're honoring seniors. You got guys graduating. You say that on game day you wake up like butt. Do you wake up a little different when it's a day like that with so much opportunity in front of you and so much emotion surrounding what encompasses a day like that? Oh, no doubt about it. There's a definite air of excitement. And uh, anytime you got something on the line, you take it to a different level mentally. And, uh, you know, it was a great day. And we were four seniors as good a – as good a men as you could ask for that are also really good players and then 14 graduates and, uh, you know, finding out that, that UTA and Little Rock lost. I mean, it was just, uh, it was a great day. Had a great crowd and, uh, I, you know, I was proud of the way we battled through the weather and just all the adversity and figured out a way to win that thing. Win that thing. And I think our biggest, you know, the biggest attribute, attribute to that is just, we outlast people, man. Just never quit. Just keep going. And our kids did that, and things fell into place for us. If you could have had maybe three more outs Thursday, you could have finished it off. But the bounce back that you had Friday and Saturday to win a pair of one-run games where the margin of error is pretty slim, but you guys play clean baseball. No errors there, Coach. Um, obviously, you'd love more runs, but to have the performance you had from Connor and then – from Carter and the whole gang on Saturday, just speak to the mindset going into Friday's game when you know, all right, if we want to win the West at this point, we need help, and that margin of error is zero. No doubt about it. I mean, they were both high-leverage games, and and the job that B.J. Ryan's done with this pitching staff has been phenomenal. Uh, You know, just look at the stats across the league, and we're leading the league in just about every pitching category. And th- those kids eat up everything that he says, and, and he sticks with them. He doesn't quit on any of them. He develops them. And I think the thing I'm most proud of is how far Cookie's come, Arigetti, and the development of a bullpen that's <laughs> turning out to be pretty good, Scotty. Uh, and they, they carried us through those last two games. Defense was great and uh, just did enough to, you know, offensively to, to find a way to win. And, uh, that's pretty good formula. If we'll, if we'll start banging a little bit, it'll get, it'll get, you know, nasty around here. Well, I mean, how do you, where are you at right now offensively confidence wise with this team heading into the tournament? We're day to day, you know, the offense is, is you, you never know. And that's why you just got to keep coming wave after wave. And, you know, because it's so difficult to hit that's a, it's, it's, you know, next to golf, it's probably the hardest thing to do. And, uh, you, you've got to show up with the mentality of I'm just going to keep coming. Every day's a brand new day, man. I'm a 400 hitter today. I might not have been yesterday, but I am today. And when that takes hold and there's a spark, you know, that's why I hit tally in the two hole Saturday, just searching for a little bitty spark, man. And, uh, it, it'll get there. I, I like the components we have, uh, but we still need to continue to get better, not chasing, getting a good pitch, being on time to the fastball, that good stuff. 
You mentioned Tally. He, Brennan Bro, Drake Osborne, they each had a hit in that game. Um, and Drake finishes the regular season batting average of three thirty three. That's a team best. And there was some question as to how much he'd be able to play heading into the series. And he went out there and played the whole time, started. What what is his pain threshold? Do you do you like how how tough is this kid and what he's like how bad is the injury right now that he's playing through, I guess is the question. Well, he's got a shoulder that'll pop out, you know, on a dime. <laughs> you know, he could he'd be a great guest at a party, I, I guess. You know, he could he could do that trick. Uh, what kind of party but, are you talking about, Coach? I don't know what kind of party well, you're hanging you know, out at. Like where you've got maybe a magician pin the tail okay. on the donkey and Drake okay. popping his shoulder in and out. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Definitely by the pool. Okay. Uh, but, look, I mean, we're talking about a kid that almost cut his leg off over the summer and didn't even tell us because uh, he thought we wouldn't bring him in. And uh, it, I don't know if you've ever popped anything out of the socket, but it's excru- excruciating, extreme pain. And uh, One time I did, Coach. we taped up. Yeah. What's that? I said one time I did, and it was actually, believe it or not, playing wiffle ball. I was 22, and I wiffle ball, very different than college baseball. But let's just say um, – when I heard that he had popped his shoulder back out and was out there playing the next day, I was just like, "Good lord!" Like I, I didn't play wiffle ball for a year after I did it. So, um, yeah, you don't, don't want to compare me. Know. Yeah, yeah. How I don't even want to guess how that happened. Mm-hmm. I uh, mean, just a hard. Was swing. this on a swing? Yeah, it was on a swing. It was on a swing. Yeah. <laughs> happened I was playing at the uh, a little a little. Uh, but anyway, nobody. Can, I, I shouldn't have even brought myself up. I, but to answer, yes, I know how painful it is. I guess that's why I, I'm just I, I, I'm, I keep asking about it and the fact that he was able to go out there and not just play but produce the way he is and then have to play the position that he's at. I I know that everybody on the team, you asked that question, where would you be without this guy? And you're going to get a lot of different answers, a lot of positive answers, but where would you guys be without Drake Osborne right now? Oh, man. Let's don't even ponder that. I mean – Let's talk about where we're at with him. Well, we found a way to win the division. We got a chance to go win this tournament. And, uh, you know, he's a tremendous, tremendous leader and young man. And and I I sincerely, I will do everything in my power uh, to see that somebody signs him because I think he can go catch for a while. ESPN1420.com, Rage Occasion head coach Matt Deggs is our guest. Matt, you mentioned winning the West. Is that something that you guys take a minute to celebrate, or is it is it more celebrating the fact of you guys being in the position you are now, where you have? Um, I, I don't. I, look, I know you want to go in and win Wednesday and win Thursday, but the margin for error is a little wider than if you're not the one seed. Like, what what are you celebrating more? The okay, we won the West. That's awesome. Or we're we're celebrating the fact that we we put ourselves in a position to walk out of this tournament this week and, and possibly punch our ticket to a regional, which I know is one of the goals you guys have had all season. I think a little bit of everything. I mean, that's that's the deal. I mean, you set goals and you're on a mission before the season starts. And uh, a lot of times, in fact, most times, you got to recalibrate, you know, three-quarters of the way through or whenever it might be. And uh, we had to do that. And so we went from A to B and set our sights on B. And never quit. Just kept coming and uh, found a way to win that division. And what goes with that is a, a top one, you know, a one or two seed. And, and we got the one seed, and that's going to 
you know, probably be a huge advantage in this, this tournament, which is kind of convoluted, but it's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I think we could all revisit, you know, history and, and say, if this, this, or this happens, we walk away with the league and that just didn't happen. So you recalibrate and you move forward. Uh, but I will promise you this, just from my experience, especially the way the records are this year around the league, none of that will matter next weekend. None of it. Because every team in this thing has to win this tournament. And I love winning the regular season outright. It's awesome. It's because it's a grind. It takes 10 weeks generally. <clears throat> and uh, you pour everything you've got into it emotionally, physically. Uh, but there's nothing like winning a conference tournament. Especially with all the all everything on the line, uh, chance to keep playing all of it. Uh, there's nothing like winning a, a, a conference tournament, and so the division's great. It's nice. It's not where our goals were, but like I said, we recalibrated, and now all sights are set on us going and winning that that conference tournament, in Montgomery. ESPN fourteen twenty. You guys play Wednesday evening against Texas State, scheduled. For seven o'clock, we'll be airing those games here and on News Talk ninety six five KPL, powered by Learfield IMG College. Jay Walker, Brad Topham on the call. Um, Texas State coach, I know folks can point to how they're playing going into this tournament, but I I saw them play you guys a couple of weeks ago. They took two or three. Um, the Bobcats are a team as a six seed because the Sun Belt is just so tight, especially in the West this year. You know, you're the one seed, but the competition, man, you. You know what Texas State can bring to the table because you guys have seen it firsthand. No doubt about it. I mean, it's not very far from the top to the bottom, and you're making a big mistake if you start comparing scores or say, well, you did this, or they beat that team and you beat them, and then, you know, they lost, but you beat the. If you start doing that, uh, that's a recipe for, for getting your butt kicked. Uh, you know, everybody in this league is day to day. And you, you don't know what you're going to get from one day to the next. Now us, we seem to get everybody's best shot. And I think there's a little bit of history attached to that. But, uh, you know, I think you've got to show up expecting everybody's best shot. You've got to go out ready to play and get after it. And it starts on the mound. And those guys have been incredible for us. Uh, and, and then you've got to be able to field it, which we've been doing. I think the move of TR to third has been instrumental. Mm -hmm. Brennan's played a great center field. CJ settling in. Bobby's kind of toned things up. And uh, you've got Drake, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, and, you know, the last component to that is we've got to reach base, find ways to move runners, and get big hits. And if we can start doing that, I love our chances. Typically, all season, well, not all season, but I would say the last, you know, latter part of the season, the second half of the season, um, you know, it's Arigetti, Connor Cook, TBA. You talk about starting on the mound. What's the plan this week, Degs? Do you, do you start Arigetti Wednesday and then do you kind of leave Thursday as a TBD just because you could be in a situation? I know it's it's could be. I know it's hypothetical, but you could be in a situation where – you don't necessarily have to beat App State to advance, depending on what happens before that? Yes, it is a crazy setup, all right? And so uh, just talking to BJ, and, and you know, he studied this thing at length and, and uh, looking at it, and I, I think you've got to save your best for whoever wins that first game. Uh, and whenever you play them, you play them. Uh, you know, just the way the whole thing's structured. 
So it could be our best on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, but I think that's the way you've got to play this thing. So do you, do you, so have you made a decision? Is it Spencer Wednesday or is it is it Connor? Is that also? I haven't made any decisions. Gotcha. Everything's up no, in the this air. Is, this is going to be, uh, you know, and it could be somebody out of left field. You just don't know. Uh, because it all depends on who wins that first game. And then you've got to plan on winning the game against the team that won that first game. Right. And so it's it's uh, it's set up unlike anything I've ever seen. It's and, wild. Uh, so there's got to be a lot of thought that goes into it, and then you just got to go out and execute. Pool play begins Tuesday. The Cajuns' first game is Wednesday. What's the schedule this week for you guys, Coach? When do you guys take off? Well, we're going to practice. They're they're about to go over and lift. Uh, they're doing COVID tests. We ate breakfast. They're about to go lift. Uh, and then we're going to practice for a little while and then get on the bus about 1 o'clock, take off over there. Uh, and we practice tomorrow afternoon at some point. And uh, BJ and I and Bob probably go watch that, that first game tomorrow night. Kids will do what they do, and uh, we'll get ready uh, – to, to get after it on Wednesday. Coach, I hope you guys spend the whole week there um, and um, hope you have a good Memorial Day for multiple reasons. It's been great talking to you uh, throughout the season, and I hope I get a chance to talk to you sometime next week, uh, regardless of what shakes out here. But I hope you have a great Memorial Day. Scotty, can I give you one piece of advice? Uh-oh. So, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Don't hope, expect. I expect to talk to you next week, Coach. Let's do it. And I, you know what? I expected to hit that wiffle ball, but my shoulder had other ideas. So. <laughs> You're a pro's pro, Scotty. I appreciate you. Thank you, Coach. Have a good one. All right. See you, bye. Great stuff from head coach Matt Deggs. It's the Great Scott Show, sponsored by Suit Up. I get why Coach Deggs doesn't commit to who he's going to throw Wednesday or Thursday because – why would he? He doesn't need to. They don't know who it is. They're going to play the odds. As the one seed, you do whatever you have to do to make the tournament. Like, Louisiana's playing Texas State Wednesday at 7. And for those that don't know, the the, 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 the pod system, the pool play, if every team finishes 1-1, one and one, the highest-seeded team advances. Well, the Cajuns are the one seed. So if App State, for instance, like if Texas State beats App State and the Cajuns are playing Texas State Wednesday, beat them and... Now you, you've advanced because the best ab stake can finish is one and one. The best Texas state can finish is one and one. And the worst Louisiana can finish is one and one. Well, you're advancing regardless of what happens in Thursday's game. But what if you reverse it? What if ab state beats Texas state on Tuesday? Well, Texas state still has to play a game Wednesday, but it's essentially over. Like they can't advance. How could they? The best they can finish is one and one. The best App State can finish is one and one is two and zero, oh, or the worst they can finish is one and one. There's no way that Texas State can finish better than App State after that, but they still have to play a game Wednesday night against Louisiana. And if they finish one and one, and and you know they beat UL, but at, like so, Texas State essentially would have to play a game Wednesday, but they'd be eliminated. For Louisiana, whether or not they beat Texas State or not wouldn't really matter. All they would have to do is beat App State on Thursday to advance. So Wednesday, they could come out and just throw the bullpen and then say, okay, Thursday, what are we going to do against that? We have to win this game to advance. Like, maybe they throw the bullpen Wednesday and they beat Texas State. 
and they go up against App State, and both are 1-0. Well, the winner's advancing. But if App State's 1-0 on Thursday in the pool play, and the Cajuns are 0-1 as they face each other Thursday night, then the Cajuns win. Like, like The point is, all you got to do is the one seed is win a game. And if App State beats Texas State Tuesday, I would not expect the Cajuns to be throwing any uh, Arigetti or Connor Cook on Wednesday. If Texas State beats App on Tuesday, I would expect the Cajuns to go out, do what they got to do, throw either of those guys, get the win Wednesday, and then they've essentially already advanced. And then Thursday, you just, whatever. You string together some bullpen guys and you save as many fresh arms as you can for the semifinal game and potentially a final game. Like it, it is, it can be confusing, but like, again, Texas State on, on Tuesday night, they lose to App State. They cannot advance. Like, they've got one game left in their season, and that's it. That's it. So, like, are they going to be motivated? They, we got to win. We got to beat UL. We got to end this season on a bang. But at that point, for the Cajuns, they don't necessarily have to do it. It's, it can be confusing, but I think it makes the decisions interesting, and that's why, yeah, you don't commit to anything right now because you don't need to. You wait and see who wins the game Tuesday night. And then, it, it's, it's, again, it's such a benefit to be the one seed because one and one gets you advanced. You just got to beat the team that wins Tuesday night's game one time. And if you do that, you're advancing and you're getting ready for semifinal. And the goal isn't to go 2-0 and in pool play. If you do, cool, fine. The goal is to win the Sunbelt Conference Championship on Sunday afternoon and punch your ticket to an NCAA regional. It's the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank. I'm Scott Prather. Big thanks to Matt Deggs for coming on the show. Great Scott Show sponsored by Suit Up.